You are Locked On Lions, your daily Detroit Lions podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. On a Wednesday, April the 27th, and a Thursday, first day of the NFL Draft Day, April 28th, it is Locked On Lions on the Locked On Podcast Network. Matt Derry with you. Thank you for tuning in and joining us today, and thanks for making us your first listen each and every day. We're brought to you by Blue Nile today. This Mother's Day, give mom something she'll treasure forever with fine jewelry from BlueNile.com and Locked On Sports listeners. Get $50 off $500. Use the code LOCKEDON. At checkout. Today on the show, Scott Nelson, safety from Wisconsin, heading to the draft and was a part of the Lions Pro Day festivities a couple of weeks ago when they welcomed in local guys, including Scotty, who was from a U of D Jesuit. And uh, he was a part of the Lions Pro Day, local Pro Day. We're going to talk to him about meeting Dan Campbell, talking to Aubrey Pleasant, Aaron Glenn, and what Lions local Pro Day was like a couple of weeks back. We'll do that coming up momentarily. And could Scott be a late round or even a UDFA fit for the Lions as a safety? We'll get into that. Also today, Smokescreen City. I mean, it is really out there when it comes to what Detroit is going to do. It is it, it is amazing that this draft is this uncertain, this close to 8 o'clock tomorrow night. We'll get into that coming up on the show. And also T.J. Hawkinson's contract, at least has been extended for a year based on his fifth-year option. We all agree that that's the right move. What will it cost the Lions? We'll tell you that coming up on the show as well. Follow me on Twitter at Derry Speaks, D-E-R-Y Speaks, at Locked On Lions on Twitter. And also we post the podcast every day on the Matt Derry Facebook fan page where we will be uh, all over everything tomorrow. When the Lions pick at number two, I'm going to go live on the uh, Locked On uh, NFL Network uh, live show on YouTube. Um, We'll be posting on Twitter and Facebook, get fan reaction to everything. We'll do the same thing when they pick at 32 as well, if they pick at 32. Um, I'm excited for tomorrow night. For those of you that are new to the podcast, welcome. Thanks for being here. I'm entering into my seventh year of doing this show, seventh season doing the show, and my sixth draft, because I started in June or July, I believe, of 2016. And it's exciting. I'm excited for this. And I want to warn a lot of you right now and kind of get into this. I've been saying this for weeks, that I believe that Aiden Hutchinson is atop Brad Holmes' draft board, and that if the Lions had their druthers, and it was like, hey, look, we can grant you The number one pick right now, who would you take? Who do you want? What would fit? They would take Aiden Hutchinson. I also believe Trayvon Walker is definitely in play. Now what we're seeing over the last week, week and a half, two weeks, is somebody, somebody is feeding a bit of smokescreen pie to certain media members. Eric Woodyard last night on ESPN 2 on the uh, ESPN mock draft with all the NFL insiders that work for each team. He dreamed, he mocked uh, and picked Kayvon Thibodeau to the Lions after Hutchinson went number one. 
He's talking to Justin Rogers from the Detroit News, who we love. And Justin's been all over Kayvon, interviewed Kayvon, was the first and only Detroit media member to interview Kayvon when he came into town for, I believe it was an autograph signing a while back. He has mocked Kayvon to Detroit. Mike O'Hara, who works for the team, all right, Mike has covered this team longer than anybody and is at DetroitLions.com right now. And he has mocked Kayvon Thibodeau to Detroit. Yet I've been telling you for weeks, I don't see that as being a fit. Do I think Kayvon Thibodeau is what the Lions need? Sure. I think he's going to be a very good player. He's got elite skills and talent as a pass rusher. But I just don't believe this regime and how they operate, and especially Dan Campbell having a say, right, in help. I mean, this is a collaboration. I don't think he's going to take Kayvon Thibodeau. I don't think Brad Holmes is going to take Kayvon Thibodeau. I think if Aiden Hutchinson goes number one to Jacksonville, I think the Lions are going to take Trayvon Walker. I've said that. But all of a sudden, people close to the team, folks that cover the team, Kayvon, Kayvon, Kayvon. It's like, hmm, interesting. Where's this coming from all of a sudden? Could it be coming from somebody within the organization whispering to these folks, hey, you know, we like Kayvon. And there are some people in the organization that do like Kayvon Thibodeau. I, I've been told that a couple of different times. But it's a lot of smoke screens right now. There's so much. We don't even know where Jacksonville's going. Usually every year, you know who the number one pick is by now. Or, or, or even in the past, they've talked about contracts and working out a deal. And we have no flipping idea where the Jaguars are going. It's remarkable. But I'm warning you, I still am sticking with, regardless of what people are saying about Kayvon Thibodeau, and I think it was Peter King the other day, the Lions are smitten a little bit with him. I still think Hutchinson and Walker are their top choices at 32, or at two. Jeez, I'm already ahead of myself with 32. At number two. At 32, I don't know where they're going. There are some really good wide receivers on this board. And if a guy like Traylon Burks is somehow to fall to 32, I think that would be a big-time choice for this team. To add a need to get that receiver. We all know Antoine Randall-L has said publicly, the Lions wide receivers coach, we need more help at receiver. We know Ben Johnson, the new offensive coordinator, has said the same thing. And there are some elite wide receivers here. And there might be a couple of really good ones that drop. Now, remember, like I said yesterday, the Lions are interested in going and getting one of these elite guys like Jamison Williams and make sure that Chicago and Green Bay don't get their paws in the division on those types of players first. They may need to package 32 and 34 to move up. One name that is getting hot out of nowhere over the last 24 to 48 hours, and I'm, I'm not telling you I have any inside info here, but people are starting to really like Matt Corral. Steelers people whispering they like Matt Corral. Phil Sims on Adam Shine's show today saying, I think the second best quarterback in this class is Matt Corral. What about Matt Corral at 32? Didn't come to talk to Detroit, didn't visit, wasn't at the Senior Bowl participating because he was, he was coming off an injury. Keep an eye on that. I'm not telling you I, I think there's anything there, but I have not heard anybody connect Detroit to Corral. And if... The Lions want to use that extra year with the contract at 32 in the fifth fifth year option. 
to get five years out of it, out of it at 32. Maybe Matt Corral is a name that we haven't even talked about. That could be a possibility for Detroit. Um, we're going to be on tomorrow night. I'm going to have a our next show that we're doing is after tomorrow. I will probably be recording at midnight tomorrow night. So bear with me. Don't we will not have a show in the afternoon when I usually record around four thirty, five o'clock. All right, coming up next, Lions did the right move with T.J. Hawkinson. We'll explain, and then we'll talk to Scott Nelson from Wisconsin and U of D Jesuit High School. But we got to introduce our friends at BlueNile.com. Fine everyday jewelry, diamond jewelry, cocktail rings, tennis bracelets, gold lathering jewelry, whatever you want. All right? It's given as a gift most times, right? And we got Mother's Day coming up. Maybe it's your wife, your girlfriend, your mom, mother-in-law, grandmother. You want to give them something great. Check out BlueNile.com. You can celebrate all of life's special moments from creating that custom engagement ring of her dreams to gifting a classic and timeless jewelry piece. All of that can be found at BlueNile.com. They are fantastic. Whether mom prefers a statement piece or subtle elegance, BlueNile.com has fine jewelry options for every mom. And this Mother's Day, give mom something she'll treasure forever with fine jewelry from Blue Nile. And Locked On Lions listeners going to get $50 off 500 bucks. This podcast exclusive is only good through Mother's Day, so use the code LOCKEDON. That's code LOCKEDON. Plus, every order is insured, ships free, and arrives in discreet packaging that won't give away what's inside. Shop stress-free and find your forever peace. Go to BlueNile.com today. Our Lions made it official yesterday with TJ Hawkinson. They have picked up his fifth-year option. So now Hawkinson is under contract for next season and the year after. That fifth-year option in 2023 will be worth $9.4 million in guaranteed salary. Now, the money goes up because Hawkinson has already made a Pro Bowl, uh, which he did two years ago. He was the eighth pick in the draft in 2019, um, but he's been pretty good, uh, you know. It's had some injuries, but all in all, T.J. Hawkinson has been a pretty darn good weapon for this team. Brad Holmes said a few weeks ago that um, they're going to try to get an extension done, and they've had internal discussions about an extension and a long-term deal with T.J. Hawkinson. Here's the question. What would you pay something or somebody like Hawkinson? Big number 88. Is he elite? Is he up there with the Travis Kelseys and the Zach Ertzes and the Gronks and those type of players at the tight end position? I, I don't think he is, but he he's up there because the position is not what it used to be. Um, you know, Mark Andrews, Kelsey, some of those guys are really, really good. Uh, Darren Waller. But I think TJ Hawkinson is getting better. I think last year what hurt Hawk was the the poor quarterback play, especially early in the season and then in that middle part of the season when basically Tim Boyle was playing. I think that hurt a lot. But if you recall, uh, Zach Ertz re-upped with um, Arizona for three years and $31.7 million. Zach Ertz is making around $10.5 million a year. Jonu Smith with the Patriots got four years and $50 million 
last year. So Hawkinson's only 24. You got to expect that the Lions are going to have to pay him between 10 and 14 million dollars a year. And here's the thing. You have to keep good players. Maybe you don't think TJ Hawkinson is that great. Is he an elite pass catcher? Is he a guy that is a humongous game changer and difference maker? I mean, the guy was a pro bowler two years ago. Pretty darn good player. He had that amazing first game in Arizona in 2019, right? But for three years, are we sitting here going, oh my gosh, definitely somebody on a billboard, definitely somebody that is an elite player. I don't, wouldn't put him in that class yet. But I think this year is going to be a big year for him, especially with the offensive line all coming back intact. You feel like the running game's there. Goff now a full year in the system. And hopefully a rookie wide receiver on one side, DJ Chark on the other, and Amon Ross St. Brown in the slot with Hawkinson. Then we'll really find out how good he is and if he deserves big-time dollars. Scott Nelson, but I like that they picked up that fifth-year option. I, I would have done that, and I'm glad they did that. Uh, Scott Nelson from Wisconsin, the starting safety, is going to join us coming up next. First, got to tell you about Built Bar. Uh, folks, have you seen it? It's out there. Introducing the new Built Granola Bars. Granola Built Better, a whole new experience from Built Bar. Chocolate Peanut Butter. White chocolate berry granola bars and the chocolate coconut. 15 grams of protein, 150 calories, and just 4 grams of sugar. You can't beat that. I love the Built Bars. They're all uh, covered in 100% chocolate, and so are the new Built Granola Bars. you got to check them out at Built.com. Go there now. Use the promo code LOCKED15 and get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCKED15. For 15% off at Built.com. Let's talk to one of the local guys here who was at the local workout for the Lions, getting ready for the draft. A four-year starter at Wisconsin. Played, of course, his high school ball right here at U of D Jesuit High School. It's our guy Scotty Nelson giving us a couple minutes here on Lockdown Lions. What's up, Scott? How you doing? Great. Thank you for having me. What's going on, brother? You getting ready for uh, this weekend? I know it's going to be... a little crazy, but uh, are you nervous? What, what, what are the thoughts running through your mind? Yeah, uh, definitely. Like you said, getting getting excited, um, getting ready, and just trying to just trying to enjoy this process and kind of continue to remind yourself you only go through it once. So it is a little stressful. It is a little uh, make you a little nervous, make you stress out, or be a little anxious. But um, it's it's a it's a fun process that not many people get to go through. So um, just understanding that and appreciating the opportunity you have at the right now it's in front of you and uh, whatever happens just just have fun with it and make the most of it, whatever opportunity you get scott you had a, a really good career at wisconsin didn't get invited to the combine but then really impressed and flash especially with your 40 time at, at at the wisconsin pro day take me through what the last couple of weeks have been like yeah so pro, uh, pro day went really well um it was I kind of caught some people's eyes and surprised some people with with the numbers I put up and I think I, I was expecting to do well and overall I, I was very happy I did I did my best on a lot of those those drills and tests so I can't complain at all about that and then 
just kind of made people take a second look at me, made people kind of go back and watch my film and, and ask Coach Leonard what, what he thinks of me and the type of player he is and ask questions to me and my agent. And that's that's really what we wanted. We just tried to put myself in an opportunity to where people recognize me and, and watch the film and, and ask questions about – ask questions to the people who matter, ask questions to um, one of the most respected and – and best D coordinators in the game right now. So it was it was awesome to, to have that experience at Pro Day, and now it's just been, you know, talking to people, getting getting to know uh, some of these coaches and, and them getting to know me. What about the Lions? Um, I mentioned before, Scott, that you, you had the opportunity to work out um, for them uh, at their kind of local Pro Day. How, how much talking have you done with the organization here? Yeah, a good amount, honestly. Um I think they, they talked to me right after Pro Day. They were one of the teams who came up to me right after and uh, introduced themselves and said how they were interested in me. And the local Pro Day went great. Um, it was great to get around that, that staff and just kind of feel the energy that was going on in the building. And you got to see some, some of your old friends from high school, some of the guys you competed with in high school and in college. And um, it was just fun being in the building. And I think I think the culture there is definitely uh, on the right track with, with the staff they have there. And, um, I know the the coaches were were great to be around and just wanted to see us compete. Wanted to see us work a little bit, both like in the film room and then uh, on the field. So it was a fun day. It was fun to be around guys you haven't met but you played against, and, and, and like I said, guys you've you've known kind of growing up. Talking to Scott Nelson, of course, from Wisconsin and U of D High. Get ready for the draft this week. All right, so you say the Lions, they come up to you at your pro day. Who who specifically did you talk to? Um, there was a couple scouts there that I talked to, um, and they just expressed the, that they thought I did really well and um, that they'll be in contact with me. And I'm pretty sure they called me a, a day or two after pro day, and, or me or my agent, I can't remember exactly, but yeah, they called me and it was it was cool. Um, obviously, growing up in Detroit, you kind of watch the Lions the most, and um, at this point in the process, you have to try and be as unbiased as possible and try and find the best fit for you. But uh, that was cool, just kind of growing up in in the city and then um, having the the hometown team come come to you and just talk to you for a little bit. And I know uh, it definitely got some people excited who who saw a couple tweets about a couple of my friends from high school and stuff. So it was cool. Just, just the experience of, of being in that building. Um, obviously you hear about Allen park for a while. Yeah. Um, being able to be down there. It was, it was a fun time. Dan Campbell talked to the team or Brad Holmes, the GM, or not, not the team, but all the guys that, that were there. I know Aiden Hutchinson was there and, and others uh, locally, but what, what's sort of the, the speech that they give and who, who's the one delivering it? Yeah, um, both those guys talked to the, talked to the group, um, and I know Coach Coach uh, Campbell went around and introduced himself to everybody who was there, um, and that's just the kind of I think vibe that they're giving off was a very professional, very respectable um, business like approach. It wasn't it wasn't big time in anybody for sure. He was he was going up looking you dead in the eye introducing himself with his full name and it's kind of funny it's like yeah, yeah everybody pretty much knows who you are coach but uh, <laughs> appreciate, appreciate the uh, introduction but yeah um so both those both those guys talked um just said like how it was it was a cool opportunity for us and for them and um not to take it lightly not to be too cool but to to do whatever we can to put our best foot forward and, and make an impression with them 
or, or continue the the impression that we've made with them and um, it was fun uh, coach Pleasant talked to the, the guys and obviously he's him being DB's coach it was cool to, to talk to him and see his approach on the game he's a Wisconsin guy too so uh, it was fun to, to, to hear from him and go through some film and just learn from him and his coaching style Lions could use another safety brother and uh, I know you're also willing to, to play special teams and do, what you, do whatever you have to do right? Yeah definitely and that's I mean I think that's what anybody should be willing to do um, in the NFL to help the team win, but especially a guy in my position who's who's not a very highly um, highly profiled guy in the draft, but but a guy who's willing to kind of learn the defense and play his role and, and help the team however he can. And uh, like you said, definitely definitely willing to do that. Definitely willing to embrace whatever role I can to help the team, uh, whatever team that may be. And, and that's really the approach going forward is is trying to be as unselfish as possible and do whatever I can that, that'll make the team better. Do you like talk to Quintez Cephas or any of your former teammates or anybody that you know at the Lions? Like, hey, put in a good word for me? Or are you just trying to keep your mouth shut? <laughs> I, I really just kind of keep my mouth shut and, and, and let the chorus run its run its way. Um, I, I sent Quintez a, a picture of his locker when I was there. And, <laughs> um, he said he said some nice words to me, but um, yeah, I mean those guys are. Those guys are definitely doing their thing, and, and it was fun to fun to see Q's locker there. And I know how much he's he's gone through to get to the point he's at, and I'm excited to see him come back this year for sure. What other teams, Scott, have you talked to? Maybe have contacted your agent and uh, that mm-hmm. you've interviewed with? Yeah, the the Bengals and the Chargers are are two teams who who I interviewed with, and I've done a couple zooms with. I know the Steelers and the Texans have have reached out to my agent a lot, and uh, the 49ers. Um, and then Packers and Dolphins are a couple teams who've who definitely expressed interest and, and contacted me and my agent and talked to me a couple times and um, so it's 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 definitely a, a fun process to kind of see who's who's reaching out who's interested and uh, what people think about you and the different opinions people think about you and um, just trying to have fun like I said have fun with it and don't don't take it too seriously but and don't take it too relaxed to where you're still like you're still having fun you're still this is still a dream that that a lot of people had that that not many people get to live out and being in my position I, i have an opportunity to do that so enjoying it that way but also taking it as serious as it is and and it's a job and that's what it that's what it is and that's what it'll always be so um taking it serious but also having fun it's it's a good balance of both and just trying to ride that wave as best I can. Scott, are you trying to stay off social media? I, I know Dad is probably combing through some of those seven-round mock drafts, looking looking for your name. That, how, how tough is that? How tough is that one to balance? Yeah, I, I'm I'm not doing too much of that. I think um, I think it's kind of difficult for those mock draft creators to understand. I mean, maybe the first round or two. Um, but especially the late rounds is, is where I'll end up. Um, if I end up going or getting drafted, I'll, I'll end up late. So it's tough to, to simulate all the different stuff um, that could happen in the draft, but also understanding the uh, the different communications that you've had with teams. It's hard to keep track. I know uh, Mel Kuyper and Todd McShay haven't really hit my phone any time <laughs> recently. So I don't, I don't know if they'll know uh, that, that teams have been talking to me and um, – so I'm not really too worried about those. 
Final thing, you've faced a lot of good receivers in the Big Ten over the years, and, and there's guys coming out now. Jahan Dotson, just off the top of my head, is one. Yep. Is there somebody that you are that you went up against in your career, whether it was a bowl game, whether it was non-conference, or even the Big Ten, that is coming out in this draft that you're going, oh, my gosh, this guy is, is such a beast? Uh, Jahan Dotson was, was, was a great player, like you said. Um, both the receivers from Ohio State, I, I didn't play in those games, but I like was in the meetings was preparing and i obviously was right on the sidelines watching those and, and both those guys are, are extremely gifted so um there's a i mean uh wandell robinson who went to nebraska and then transferred to kentucky he he was an explosive playmaker um and then i mean there's there's guys going uh, a little later that, that that you might not expect that that are very talented receivers. I mean, David Bell is, is another guy who yeah. stands out. Who he, he might not have tested as well. He might not be that crazy athlete, but you don't put up the numbers he did without being uh, an extremely talented player. So he was a guy we had to add some add some specific plays for that week to in order to make the make the best chance we had for for success. So definitely a bunch of guys who who jump off the tape and and they'll they'll have very successful careers. Well, Scott, all the best, my friend. Uh, good luck. Hopefully your name is called. I know it'll be a, a dream. You and your family are first class, and uh, we wish you the best, man. Sounds good. Thank you very much. There he is, Scott Nelson with us, formerly of uh, U of D High and Wisconsin, the safety. Hopefully you're going to get drafted this weekend, giving us a little insight, too, as to what went on at Pro Day in Allen Park. We're back tomorrow, of course, after the Lions pick right here on Locked on Lions.